Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. Well, we are excited for what the Lord is doing in our days. Amen. God is wanting us to have a different frame of reference. A different frame of reference. God's desire is that we see what He sees. That we live our lives with fresh eyes. Amen. You know, last Sunday, Pastor Mylene was sharing along the lines of fashion and framed. And uh, one thing that jumped in my heart is when she said about frame of reference. So let me define frame of reference. A set of ideas, values, concepts, or your believing, your customs or your views that determine how something will be approached, perceived, understood, or communicated. A frame of reference is your frame of mind. It is your outlook. It is your context. It is your perspective, your standpoint. And even it is set of values or criteria in relation to which measurements or judgments can be made. So when you have God's frame of reference, which is His Word, then you will make judgments based on the Word of God. When you have the world's frame of reference, then that is going to also dictate how you see life. You know, Romans chapter 4 tells us of Abraham Abraham had a different frame of reference. He was faced with a situation. He was old. He was 100 years old. 50 Pastor Stephen is not old. (laughs) No, but older, right? But Romans 4, let's see in verse 18, who contrary to hope in hope believe, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. Now, I want you to look at that, underline that, think about that according to what was spoken. That was Abraham's frame of reference, what was spoken to him according to. So shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead, since he was about 100 years old in the deadness of Sarah's womb. Sarah's, Sarah was around 90 during this time. So he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced. Let me say to you that what your frame of reference or your frame of reference will, will result into something. With regards to Abraham, His frame of reference was according to what was spoken. And because of what was spoken to him, his frame of reference, you know, resulted into him being fully convinced. Let me say to you or ask you, what is your frame of reference? What did God say to you, right, with regards to your your present, with regards to your future? What is God telling you according to what was spoken to you? Because that will frame your mind, will frame, you know, your perspective according to what was spoken. With Abraham, because of what was spoken, so shall your descendants be that resulted in him, in his heart, being fully convinced. 
being fully convinced that what he had promised, God had promised, he was also able to perform. Amen? And so the word, God's desire is for the word to frame our reference. God wants us to see things through the lens of his word. You know, so that when lack comes, how do we approach it? With sickness, when sickness comes, how do we approach it? We approach it with the right frame of reference, which is the Word of God. We mentioned here that God speaks to us in the present with our future in mind. He speaks to you now based on what He sees with regards to your destiny. So He calls you blessed. He calls you healed. He calls you loved. He calls you wise. He calls you strong. He calls you strengthened, strong in the Lord, right? Because He always talks to you now with your future in mind. Aren't you glad? Amen. And so one of the most important, I say, revelations that one person could have is this, that He is loved. He is loved. All right? That He is loved, and He is loved with an amazing kind of love. Among you believe that, that you are loved by God. Amen. That we are loved. Pastor Giselle, we're going to talk about love. Yes, again, because we need to remind ourselves of His love. Amen. Yes, it is simple, but it is also profound. Right? It is, yes, so simple, and sometimes it's a cliche. God is love. God loves me. It's a Christian cliche. We always say it, but do we truly believe it? Because if we truly, truly believe it, then it's going to transform our lives. And it will even produce an encounter for all of us. Amen? Because the love of God is so powerful, and we're going to get into that. I pray that we will make His love so big in our lives that our fears become irrelevant. Let me say that again. Our prayer is that we will be, that we will make His love so big in our lives so that our fears will become irrelevant, that the love of God will frame our days. It will frame Monday. It will frame our Tuesday. It will frame our Wednesday. It will frame our week. It will frame our months. It will frame even how we end the year. Amen. And it will even frame how we enter 2022. Amen. So we allow the love of God to speak to us. And even we're going to position all of us to judge our situations based on what we see in His Word, not on the things that are all around us. In spite of these things, we judge the situation based on the Word of God. Amen? So let's talk about the love of God. Psalm 118 verse 1 tells us, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His steadfast love endures forever. That word love there, steadfast, is the word hesed. In the Greek, H-E-S-E-D, hesed, which really means steadfast, unwavering, firm, or loyal. I love that. You know what that speaks to me? That God's love is merciful, slow to anger. It's abounding in steadfast love. That speaks to me that He is faithful regardless. You know, it is a loyal love. Hesed is a loyal commitment to be generous to that person for that person or to that person forever. Let me say that again. When you know that kind of a love, 
that kind of a love means that I will commit to you, not just today, I will commit to you forever. I will commit to you to be generous, generous to you and your generations forever. Come on. Come on, you love that. Amen? That's the kind of love that we have in God. Ephesians chapter 3, Paul tells us in verse 16 to 19 in the New Living Translation, I pray that from His glorious unlimited resources, we, He will empower you with inner strength through His Spirit. Then Christ will make His home in your hearts as you trust in Him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. Come on. And then look at verse 18. And may you have the power to understand all of God's people, all as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, how deep is His love. And may you experience the love of Christ. Among you know, God's desire is not that, is that we experience His love. Not just we know about His love, but we experience it. Through it is too great to understand fully. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and the power that comes from God. Amen. So we, with us understanding His love, we will be made complete. Amen. The fullness that we are wanting to have, that we, we have already in Christ, is when you understand about His love for you and for me. Hallelujah. And so let's talk about that. How wide, how long, how deep, Amen? How wide, how high, how long, how deep is the love of Christ? How wide? The love of God is wide. It's so broad. It is extensive. It's open. It's encompassing. The Bible says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. It involves everybody. When He died at the cross, He died for you and for me, and He died for everyone. That is how wide God's love is. That is how wide God loves us, regardless of your past, regardless of where you came from, regardless of your ethnic, your race, regardless of your, your upbringing, God loves you. God loves you. And you know what that speaks to me? There are no limits in His love. Personally, when I understand that His love is so broad, His is wide, every area of my life can be touched with His love. If I'm lacking in this area, it can be touched with His love. Amen? Because it's not just one specialty that God is into this, but His love is just encompassing everything. Amen? And we understand this, that God's love, He is love. And when we talk about love, it's really His nature. Amen? The Bible is so clear that God is love. And when we talk about God, love, then we're actually talking about God. Amen? So there are no limits in God's love. It's so wide. How long? Well, the love of God extends from eternity to eternity. Love has no end. Amen? Jeremiah 31.3, The Lord appeared to him from far away. I have loved you with an everlasting love. An everlasting love. Therefore, I have continued my faithfulness to you. Right? And so God is saying to us, that His loving kindness for us, to us, never cease. It will never cease. Amen? His compassions never fail. 
So that means it will remind of me, you know, remind me about His faithfulness. He's faithful in the past, He's faithful today, and He will be faithful to me in the future. Amen? It's an awesome, humbling joy to realize that God's full length, my full length of life, it covers, His love covers it all. As long as I open my heart to Him, I can walk, I can experience His love. Amen? In my birth, even before I was conceived, God already committed Jesus to die for me. Think about that. So He even loved me even before I was conceived. Amazing. And so when I was born, I was loved by God. I was living, I am living now in my teens, in my whatever age you are in, whatever season, God is saying to you, you are loved. I am loved. Amen? And when people begin to hear that, then people, I believe, will respond to His love. Amen. How high? High doesn't just mean how tall, but also it means the maximum of something. To the highest level. This means that the quality of God's love surpasses anything we've ever known. He loves us to the highest level. How high is the love of God? To the highest level. His love for us is above everything. And when we understand that, that means God's love is never going to let us down. Amen? Like what we've been singing a while ago, He never, He will never, He will never let us down. Psalm 103 verse 11 to 12 tells us, for His unfailing love towards those who fear Him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far as from the east is from the west. Well, east and west, they will never meet, right? And so He removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. That is how high God's love is for all of us. How deep is God's love? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we know that all of us sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So we fell so low. But you know what? God's love picked us up. Amen? When we were still lost, when we, we were still ungodly, when we were still sinners, He died for us. He died for us. Romans 5, 6 to 8 tells us, in the Amplified, while we were still helpless, power, powerless to provide for our salvation, at the right time, Christ died as a substitute for the ungodly. Now, it is an extraordinary thing for one to willingly give his life even for an upright man. Though perhaps for a good man, one is noble and selfish and worthy, someone might even dare to die. But look at verse 8. But God. Everybody say, but God. But God clearly shows and proves His own love for us that by the fact that while we were what? Sinners. How deep is God's love? It will go so deep just to save you. Amen? It will go deep just to save you. That's how deep is the love of God. Where you're, how far have you fallen? He's going to be there to save you. Hallelujah. Amen? And so you were dead. You were ungodly. And yet, you were still sinners. Christ died for you. Amen? In Ephesians chapter 2, hallelujah, verse 4 to 8, it's so good to see also that He made us alive, but God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, He made us what? Alive. 
together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with Him, and seated us with Him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages He might show the immeasurable greatness of His richness, of His grace in kindness towards who? Towards us. Now think about that. You were dead, He made alive. He made alive, you made you alive, then He raised you up, and then He seated you so that you will continue to experience more of His love. I don't know if you got that, but again, let me enumerate that. It starts by us being alive. You were dead, He made alive because of His love. And not only that, He raised you up, and then He positioned you, He seated you so that you will be a recipient of His amazing grace of His great love in the days to come. Amen. You know, us being alive is good enough. But He raised you up. And not only that, He seated you. And not only He seated you, right? But he, what He did was, He what? He seated you and then He blessed you. So that in the days to come, He's able to bless us with more and more. Amen. So good. So how wide, how wide His love is for the whole world. How long His love extends from eternity to eternity. How high His love opens up to the way to heaven. How deep His love reaches us in the depths of our sin. Can we give praise to Jesus for His amazing love? Thank the Lord for that. Amen. Now, I want us to have a different frame of reference now. Let's put things in a different perspective. Let's leave earth and travel four billion miles away and take a picture of what Earth, our home, looks like. I want you to see this picture here. Look at that picture. This is what they call the pale blue dot. This is taken from the Voyager, all right, the Voyager spacecraft, an unmanned spacecraft that was launched, I think, in the 80s. Right? Well, in the 80s, and then he, that Voyager took, all right, took the picture in the 19, in 1990s. He was, uh, this unmanned spacecraft was 6 billion kilometers from the Earth. 6 billion kilometers from the Earth. This is in the outskirts of our solar system. The outskirts. And it took this Voyager, and this Voyager was like cruising in a fast speed, all right? It took him, took this unmanned vehicle around 11 years to reach the, the outskirts of, the, of, of our solar system, our solar system, not the universe, okay? And look at the picture here. Someone said, and I, I love how he, he mentioned this, Carl Sagan, all right, said, he went on to describe earth as a moat of dust suspended in a sunbeam. This was taken as if, look at the sunbeam. It was taken as if the glory of God was just all over the earth. Think about that. Imagine God, the Savior, went down to, became, to become man, to die to save this small dot. Imagine how much God loves you. You know, in light of the expanse and the vastness of the universe, He died, not for the universe. The Bible tells us He died for the world. He died for you. 
And then there's another picture, and this is the Cassini probe. This is the Cassini probe, and this is a kind of newer unmanned spacecraft that they launch. And the whole mission of this spacecraft was to look at Mars, to do a, not Mars, but Saturn, to do a probe in Saturn. And you could see the Saturn rings over there, but look at that tiny dot. That's Earth. That, this was taken around 2013. Imagine again, what is man that we are mindful, that he is mindful of us? In light of the universe, he was, he's the one holding the universe, and the universe, the scientists are saying that it continues to, to grow, to be explored. Imagine the vastness of the universe, but his love is dedicated and made just focused on this small, tiny dot suspended in a sunbeam, Earth. That is why in Roma, rather Psalm 8, verse 3 to 9, when I look at your heavens and the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is man that you are mindful of him? And the son of man that you, are, you care for him, yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. What is man? If God is the one that holds the universe in his hands, all right, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord, why will he not take care of you? Why is he, why is he like so, you know, calls you the, his delight? What is Joseph that he's mindful of Joseph? What is Edwin that he's mindful of Edwin? What is Joey that he's mindful of Joey? Amen? In light of his, the vastness of the universe, we could see really that the bigness of our God cannot be measured by the size of the universe, but by the size of love for you and for me. Amen? That is how much he loves us in light of a different frame of reference, in light of the universe, in light of how we see things. That is why if you're going through something, and if the God of the universe, the God of all creation, tells us that we are loved, why are we going to doubt that? Why are we going to doubt that? Amen? If we are going through something, why are we just going to let it, you know, allow worries and fear and anxiety to overwhelm us? If we know and we have a different perspective of how much He loves us, then our hearts are going to be protected. Amen? Can we give thanks to Jesus for this? Amen? So what is the frame of reference? Romans 8 tells us, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, how can be, how can be, uh, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Think about that. He who did not spare his own son. God did not hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition, exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son. Is there anything else he would not gladly and freely do for you? Amen. And then if we continue to read in verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, shall the Shall distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Verse 37, no, in all these things we are, what? More than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, 
nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Come on. Amen. Amen. What are we facing right now? If God is for us, who can be against us? If God gave His best, why will He not take care of the rest? If God took care of our eternity, why will He not take care of our temporary? If God is the one that helps, uh, rather holds the universe in His hands, why can He not hold you? Amen. Amen. That's how much God loves us. And with this understanding, I pray that we will make an adjustment and frame our reference, always our frame of reference, that we will make an adjustment with regards to our frame of reference that we are loved by God. And out of that, we will live from a place of affectionate love as a much-loved child. Amen? We're children of God. Amen? I'm no longer... I forgot the lyrics, actually. <laughs> but... Uh... A child of God, right? I'm no longer, what? Right. I am a child of God, but this is what I know. I'm already loved. Yes, because it's here. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough. Everybody say that. That is enough. You know what? We might not understand everything that's happening. We might not understand what's happening with, you know, our situations even in our lives. But we need to major in what we know rather than in what we do not know. What do we know? I am loved by God. Amen. Regardless, I don't know why I'm going through this, but I am loved by God. And let that love strengthen you. Let that love make an adjustment, show you to make an adjustment with regards to your life. Amen. Do not give up because God wants for you to know that He's not finished with you yet. Amen. And so we do not know what's happening. We do not know why this pandemic is being prolonged like this. We've been praying. We've been declaring. But hey, I might not know about these things, but one thing I will major in, I am loved. I'm a child. I'm loved by God. And that will warm my heart and that will protect my heart whatever comes my way. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And with regards to that, do you know that when you understand that you are loved by God, it does not end with you. It does not end with you. Something happens when you know that you are loved by God. It determines how you're going to see other people too, right? Not only your situations, you have now what you call a broader sense of His heart. You begin to see things according to His heart. God's love truly perceived always draws out from us a response of love. And so that is why we have this campaign that we are emphasizing towards the end of the year. This is what we call You Are Love campaign, a simple campaign of knowing how much we're loved by God because all of us need to be reminded, right? Amen. I don't know about you, but I need to be reminded that I'm, God, I'm God's beloved. Amen. Every day I need to remind myself I'm God's beloved. I'm in the ministry. I'm a pastor. I preach, all right? And so I still need to be reminded. And how much more all of us, how much more you, that we need to be reminded every day. And if we need to be reminded we are loved by God, others need to be reminded also. And you know what? 
love, yes, can be spoken, can be defined, but for love to truly be understood, it must be demonstrated. And all the ladies will say, you know, Mylene will say that, right? Okay, I remember many years ago, we've been dating for like close to four years, and she said, do you really, really love me? I said, yes, yes. And of course, show me. Prove it to me. Where's the ring? <laughs> no, well, I got that. I can feel the pressure. I can feel the pressure. No, no, no. I can feel the pressure. No, I, I don't know. But that, that was how I felt. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. No, not the pressure. It's a joy to love you. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say, go back to the preaching. I might get in trouble, okay? But what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is what? God did not just say, I love you, but He died. He demonstrated His love. Amen. He became even one like us. And today, He did not die and then, tapos na ako, tinanggal na niyo yung pagka-manhood niya. No, He kept it. And he's now in heaven, you know, as a man, a God-man representing you and I. Think about the extent of God's love. God becoming man. We always celebrate that Christmas, right? Sometimes we forget the essence of it. But because of God's love, we are where we are today because of his grace and his love for us. I pray that we will never forget it or we will remember how much He loves us. And because of that, we can extend that love to the people around us. And thus, the whole reason for this, you are love. John 13, verse 34 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Look at this. I love this. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. Just as I have loved you. It starts by us really understanding, Lord, how much you love me. And you know what? When we truly, truly have an encounter with that love, no one is going to stop you from sharing His love to other people. No one. Through your actions, through your words, you know, through your texts, through your every opportunity, you become a reflection of His love. Amen? Every opportunity, you become a reflection of His love. 1 John 4, 7 tells us, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not know God, uh, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Verse 9, God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. And this is real love, not that we love God, but that He loves us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. And because of this, verse 11, dear friends, since God loved us that much, surely, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if 
we love each other, God lives in us, and His love is brought to full expression in Him. And then, verse 19 tells us, we love each other because He first loved us. Can we read that together? Ready? One, two, three, read. We love because He first loved us. This is what we're going to do. As simple as, you know, stating that you are loved. That's why we have all of these things. You know, towards the end of the year, this two months, we're going to emphasize in every connection, in every person that we have in contact with, that you are loved. Remember that you are loved by God. Remember that you are graced. Together, we're graced to showcase His love and His faithfulness Amen. To the earth, to the world that needs. Amen. Well, we don't want to end the service right now without giving some people an opportunity to receive the love of God. You know, Pastor Giselle was saying that the demonstration of God's love was that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you and for me. You know, we were all on our way to hell. You know, we were all on our way to hopelessness and darkness. But Jesus came for you and for me. And he demonstrated his love by dying on the cross, by taking your sin, your shame upon himself, paying the penalty of your sin so that when we receive him, we could have eternal life. And so today, I believe this is the perfect opportunity for you to receive the demonstration of that love. If you're here right now, whether you're on site or online, and you have, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I believe today is the day of your salvation. And all you have to do is believe in your heart and speak with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. And I will give you that opportunity today. If you're saying, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to receive Jesus Christ right now into my life as my Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer with me right now. Father in heaven, I thank you for your great love for me. Today, I make the decision to receive you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for loving me so much that you died on that cross for my sin and shame. I receive you today, and from this day on, I believe that I am a child of God. Thank you, God, for this amazing demonstration of love. Today, I know that I am saved, and I know that I am loved without condition. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Hallelujah. This is the best gift you could ever receive for this season. It is your new life in Christ. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to type out, if you are online, I want you to type out, that's me, that's me. And there are engagers right now, we have our volunteers who are online and they'll get in touch with you. If you have any questions about the decision that you made to receive Jesus Christ, they are there to answer any questions you might have. If you are here on site, and you prayed that prayer for the first time. You know what? We do also have our, 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 uh, our pastors here, our leaders, and you can come up to us. Uh, we'll be outside, and there's a booth there called the Next Steps table. And if you have any questions about the decision that you made today, 
Well, please, uh, we want to meet you at the booth. Next Steps table, we do have a Bible for you. All right, and so we want to give you that gift to help start you off in your new relationship with Jesus. So Amen. God bless you. Amen. I thank the Lord for the timing of this campaign because we're going to celebrate Christmas in a few weeks, right? And a lot of people out there need to be reminded that God really loves them. And of course, it starts with us and as a church, as simple as just telling them you are loved, give them a gift or give them like take care of their meal or, or like the grab driver comes in why not just bless him with more yes, yes. than usual i know you be creative be led by god but one thing we desire is that jesus is glorified and jesus is just you know tra will transform and touch a lot of people through us amen so everybody just stand to your feet right now and we're going to bless you we're going to commit this whole thing you know to the lord Father, just lift your hands. Father, we thank you for reminding us first and foremost that we are love. Oh God, thank you. The one who holds the universe, the one who created the universe, so loved us that you sent your one and only son to die for us. Thank you, Lord, for we are having an understanding of how wide, how deep, how long is this great love that you have bestowed upon us, that you even called us children of God. I say to everyone watching, everyone on site, that the weeks to come that we will experience this love, not just know it in our head, not just say it, not just speak it, but we will truly have an experience, an encounter with your love, breakthroughs, miracles, answer to prayers, things, Lord God, beyond the natural, because it's truly supernatural, Lord even protection and healing manifesting to the people. Father, we thank you for this. We expect because you love us so. And also because of this, we will be just thinking outside of our concerns and begin to think beyond and look at other people. Help us to be creative. Holy Spirit, lead us in how to bless. It might not be big, maybe out of our lack, maybe out of our scarcity, that we were able to bless just like the boy had five loaves and two fish. But you are the one who's going to what? Minister and multiply these things. So give us, Lord God, your, your, your creativity, Lord. And thank you, Lord, that we carry your heart. I pray that this Christmas will be the best thus far, not because of things that we will receive, but things that we are able to give. Because it's truly blessed to give than to receive. We commit this time, we commit this whole campaign to you for your glory and for your name. I bless the people. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face shine upon you always. I pray for, your, for the protection of God, the blessing of God, the peace of God, the shalom of God to be upon you, soul and definitely in your spirit, but soul and body. I declare for days of glory, days of grace, beautiful days ahead in Jesus' name. And everybody will say amen and amen.
Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.